So I'm just going to be straight up right now. And I'm not exactly sure where this podcast is going to go, but I have a general idea. And it might not be favorable to some audiences, but I mean, that's not any different than most of my podcasts have been so far. So, who's to say that it's a thing? I think most people like controversial controversial stuff anyway. Um, it's not really controversial. It's more of like discussion. Like, there are two things people always say that you don't discuss publicly. Those two things are politics and religion. However, our lives are run by those two things when it comes down to it. I mean, think about it. Everything from relationships to, you know, driving your car or if you don't drive, you know, that situation comes down to politics and religion. I mean, people have different views on relationships. I've tried recently to kind of reevaluate that because I did spend a very, very long time in a relationship. And then, you know, at some point you just feel obligated to go to the next step. Well, that next step is usually marriage and that is religion. So why? Why? But it's also politics because it's like, okay, well, Let's just tie two things to our relationship. Everybody says money is the biggest problem between a relationship. But think about it. If you say, okay, I'm going to take this relationship from a voluntary action and then make it into a political, legal agreement as well as a religious ceremony, I mean, don't you think that's kind of like a little bit off? Like you're kind of taking away the only like voluntary portion of a relationship where it's like okay let's legally and religiously bind ourselves to one another forever first of all the word forever should not even be a word for us like serious no one knows what forever is like there's no such thing as forever you know we're not immortal i mean Maybe our energy passes on. Like I said, that's my theory. But it's not like you live forever. So, like, like it says, till death do us part. Does that mean, okay, upon death, if I do not get a divorce, what I can do now is legally and religiously bind myself to another person? Because that doesn't even sound like the best of options either. I know, this started off very heavy. But it was just thoughts going through my head, and also I realized that podcasts can be whatever you want them to be, and I'm cooking and painting. You're welcome for the details of my day. I really haven't listened to many podcasts. I'm pretty sure, like I said before on one of my medias, that they're just radio shows. So I I don't know if there's a differentiation or there needs to be. I feel like there doesn't need to be. I think it's just people talking. And then other people that don't want to talk who listen. And when I was streaming, which I plan to do again, I I like to get on both sides. I would listen and I would talk. I feel like a lot of streamers just like stream and don't listen. And a lot of people in chat are too scared to stream. So I don't know why I'm, you know, the, the middle of the aisle person or whatever. But I wanted to experience both sides. Because I had no idea what this thing was. 
And then I tried to apply for jobs at radio stations and none of them hired me. And I was like, well, really? I can just make my own radio station, kind of. I mean, I don't think many people tune into the radio anymore. I mean, they might, like I did, mostly because my... You, my thing that auxiliary cable thing that I had another connector for my phone with stopped working and I was doing DoorDash. I won't bore you with that story again. I also don't review my old podcasts, so I gotta come up with some new stories. I don't even come up. I have to to remember like which ones are interesting. Still working on that. Because I'm no good at the natural joke thing. Like I feel like the whole execution of a joke should come naturally. So I don't pre-record things. So I do things on the spot. So I don't worry too much because I want people to see the real me. Which I, as I've said before, think is hilarious. Um, I also say a lot of things that could get me in trouble. But at the same time, I think, okay, you're an adult. Can you really get in trouble for things? I mean, you can, yes. (laughs) That's happened to me as well. But... When it comes to saying things, like I'd put in a previous Twitter post, Virginia Beach did not allow cussing. That is the clearest violation of the First Amendment right, freedom of speech in the world, in in the U.S., whatever. It's just seriously, clearly a violation. So we haven't revisited these ridiculous laws. I mean... We haven't revisited history in a way that we're just like, oh, wait, we forgot about the fact that these people that were making all these decisions were A, old white men that weren't from the United States, B, old white men still, C, I could continue on that path, but realistically, there were a lot of things like, so, you know, I'm in, I'm in the Michigan area where you can't drink water. Well, imagine if you couldn't live in your house with paint because of the lead, because it drove you crazy. You know, there's the mercury thing, all of those things. We did not consider the fact that there were not tests done to see the sanity of these people. We're just like, oh no, okay, if you are wearing, uh, this is specific eras, you know, and I'm, I still don't know why. Like, a, this is a question that I should ask Google, but I'm just going to put it out there. Why on earth were wigs a thing for men? I mean, I'm not upset by it. I'm just confused. Like, why did they all want long, curly, white hair? Would it look distinguished? In which case, maybe then again, think about the people that were making laws then. I mean, if you were making laws, do you think that you would go buy a white curly wig as a, anyone, as anyone, I, I mean, absolutely anyone. What, what made them do that? And a lot of them had ponytails too. So it's like, yes, we want to, I mean, like mullet didn't exist in that period. But also, that's another one, mullet. Why? Again, why? See, I feel like men's hair choices are not the best. I feel like women's hair choices are not the best either. But at least, like, we admit to, like, okay, yeah, I'm wearing a wig, or, yeah, this is easier. 
Like, why, why weren't, because women weren't wearing wigs at that time, I don't think. I mean, somebody could prove me wrong. Again, I don't know all the facts about history. I wasn't alive then. I don't think anyone does. But who was the first one to be like, okay, I, I feel like to look distinguished, what I need to do is put on a white wig with a ponytail. Maybe it was George Washington, but he also had wooden teeth. Why would? Why would? Why? Who was the dentist that decided, hey, wooden teeth are the right thing? Yes, we're going to go that direction. I mean, I guess, you know, woods, like unless you get termites infecting your teeth, like you don't have to worry so much about plaque and stuff. But there's also, we're not going to go down that route. I also completely lost. Okay. So I guess we're doing kind of history. Should have been Kanye history, but no, I didn't do it properly. Because I just looked over at a painting in my room that I love. Because I find it fascinating and confusing. So I love Van Gogh. I know I'm ADHD. I'm well aware of this. But it's a skeleton smoking a cigarette. Well, I don't know if he's smoking it. He just has it in his teeth. I love it because it's confusing as heck. But that's not the only thing that's confusing about Van Gogh. Van Gogh is my favorite artist for these reasons. He was crazy. Bat shoot crazy. He used bright colors. And the best reason, he gave his ear to the person he loved. Who can show more true love than giving your ear to a person you love. I mean, I'm not sure what led him to that, that, that decision. Like, okay. I feel like the only way to prove my love to this woman is to cut off my ear. Why? Why? I would love to have known what was going on in his brain during that time. Either way, those are the reasons he's my favorite artist. He also used different techniques. I think that all of us artists are kind of, you know, a little bit not normal. My current painting is actually a recreation of a color pencil drawing I was doing before. One of many. I'm not good at finishing paintings. But, you know, I don't, I don't agree with the whole neurology decision of like, oh, right brain, left brain. I mean, I do think that there's two different kinds of people, like people who think outside of the box and inside of the box, so to speak. But I don't think that just because you're artistic, that means it's your only strength. I mean, granted, I, I, I could be good at math if I felt like it. I was at a point in time, and I'm good at certain math. But I also realized pretty early on that Calculators were already a thing. Like, I don't want to give away my age. Actually, I really don't care. Um, I don't know if you remember the T9 or T something 89, whatever. It was a very, very expensive calculator. And we had to have them for school. And then they're like, oh, well, you need to learn math too. I'm like, but why? There's already a machine that does that thing for us. You're like, oh, you have to. And then all of a sudden, because I was a nanny after that, they decided to change the way you learn math. 
I really think that was just like lonely mad people messing with parents, maybe. Or nannies in my case. Because they're just like, okay, instead of doing the normal things you've done for the entirety of your life, we're now giving you a grid. And you have to learn it because that's how your kids learn. What? The whole learning system is absolutely ridiculous. See, I'm going to go on a tangent now. I was supposed to stick to comedy. ADHD. It's the best. Comedy. Not really comedy. Ranting. Cooking. That's my podcast, I guess. See, because I don't do the streaming thing. I don't get to show you my...